Dr. Stephen E. Tucker is the pastor of New Commandment Baptist Church, who believes they're not only a church, but a family and a community that believes in helping the least of us. He's married to First Lady Roberta Tucker. New Commandment has gained a reputation of being a positive influence in the lives of everyone that have crossed their paths with their end goal of building God's kingdom and saving souls. Dr. Tucker was recently appointed president of the National Capital Convention of Washington, D.C. and vicinity. He is also the author of the book, Into the Wilderness, an enlightening look at ministry in the inner city. Can we give a great Carolina welcome to Reverend Dr. Stephen E. Tucker. Praise God. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. This is the day the Lord hath made. We shall rejoice and certainly be glad in it. First of all, giving praises to God for this awesome invitation to come and share in this monumental occasion, 35 years of this sacred wedding of pastor and people. I count it a joy. I count it a 10 out of 10. And do bless God for the invitation to come and share. However, I wouldn't feel right without asking you to bow your heads with me to offer a word of prayer on behalf of the families in Uvalde, Texas, who were severely devastated by yet another senseless mass shooting this past Tuesday to all the officers and members of this great church. Uh, to my good friend, Reverend Bessie Hayes, I bring you greetings and blessings from the New Commandment Baptist Church. Won't you bow your heads with me? Father, we thank you again for this occasion. We thank you for this celebration. And we would be remiss if we did not lift up in prayer those families that have suffered from yet another senseless act of violence. We pray your benedictions on all who have suffered and we pray that you will give us a season of peace. We ask these blessings in the name of Christ and we all can say amen and amen. Blessings always uh, to my own soulmate, Lady Roberta Tucker, as we celebrate our 44th year of marriage. I, I, I tried to move elsewhere from your scripture theme for the year. But the spirit kept pulling me back, so I yielded. Uh, so on this wonderful occasion, uh, if you have your Bibles, if you have your cell phones, would you turn with me to the book of Ecclesiastes? Ecclesiastes, the fourth chapter. I will be reading verses 9 and 10. And here's what it says. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. 
but woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. I want to use as the subject for this wonderful, wonderful occasion, the privilege of partnerships, the privilege of partnerships. Perhaps the most significant word in today's world of business, world of politics, and even ministry is the word partnerships. In that respect, it is neither gender, nor race, nor culturally specific. In our time, we have heard some, some famous partnerships. Roy Rogers and Dale Evans, for those who are a little older, Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, Sergeant Friday and Joe Smith, Batman and Robin, Abbott and Costello, Tarzan and Jane, and even Sanford and Son. God never intended for us to do his work and perform his will alone. In the very first book of the Bible, God declares that it is not good that man should be alone. The arrival of Eve was a testimony of God's intentions. When God dispatched Moses to deliver his people from bondage, he made sure that he would not be going alone. His brother Aaron accompanied him every step of the way. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem, some wise men from the east came to confirm his birth. Notice that God could have sent one wise man, but instead he sent three. It therefore should not surprise us that God's only begotten son would establish as the backbone of his ministry, the blessing and the privilege of partnership by making sure we subscribe to the word of God in our text today. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. When Jesus sent his disciples out on a ministry assignment, he did not send them out alone, but rather two by two. 35 years ago, God sent the Carolina Missionary Baptist Church, a dynamic duo by the name of Anthony and Cynthia Moore, to not only provide leadership, but to demonstrate the value of partnership. One of the greatest mistakes we make in life is to undervalue our blessings. Allow me to repeat that. One of the greatest mistakes we make in life is to undervalue our blessings. We all have been guilty of receiving a blessing and then with a few risings and settings of the sun, forget all about what that blessing really meant. Not only at that time, but what it meant for the future. Oh, we thanked him. We said, praise the Lord. We might have even told somebody else about our blessing. But did we really value that blessing? Divine partnerships should be valued 
not just appreciated. Let me repeat that. Divine partnerships should be valued, not just appreciated. I know that Carolina appreciates their pastor and first lady. I've been here before to other anniversary celebrations. But the question today is how much do you value them? Appreciation has a shorter lifespan than value. There are a lot of people who appreciate Jesus, but how many can say today that they value Jesus? I know that you appreciate that he woke you up this morning, but how much value do you put in the fact that you have the movement of your limbs the articulation of your speech and the achievement of your purposes. I know that you appreciate the roof over your head, but how much do you value the fact that although there are more than 552,000 homeless people in America, that you're not one of them? I know that you appreciate your health and your strength, but how much value do you place in the fact that despite high blood pressure and despite diabetes and despite COPD and despite the very number of doctors that you see, you are still able to function and serve the Lord. Divine partnerships should not only be appreciated, but they should be valued. Serving alongside of Pastor Moore for more than 25 years now, I know some of the burdens that he bears, some of the stresses that he struggles with, and some of the challenges that he confronts on a daily basis. And his doing so brings value to the partnership. And if he brings any of those burdens, any of those stresses, and any of those challenges home to First Lady Cynthia, like I due to the, my own partner God has given me, then God needs to be praised for Ecclesiastes 4, 9, and 10, because certainly some picking up has taken a place across 35 years. It makes you kind of wonder how much, how much, listen to this, how much can Pastor Moore's good looks and his stamina and his debonair personality be attributed to his life partner, Cynthia. Hello, somebody. Remember, two are better than one. Don't you dare think for a moment that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. accomplished all that he accomplished by himself. I was baptized at Ebenezer Baptist Church. Dr. King Sr. was my pastor. Martin Luther King III is a dear friend of mine, spoke at my first anniversary, my fifth anniversary, and my 10th anniversary. And he told me personally the significant impact Coretta Scott King had on her husband, her partner. And Carolina, you might think you know, <laughs> but only God knows the depths of this divine partnership we are celebrating today. And as they move into year 36, allow me to just share three things to look out for. First of all, be on the lookout for revelations. That's right. Be on the lookout for revelations. 
or should I say more revelations? I hope you will agree with me when I say that in 35 years, you learn some things. In 35 years, God shows you some things. In 35 years, both ministry and people teach you some things. In 35 years, experiences teach you that you cannot always say yes, but sometimes you must say no. In 35 years, experiences teach you that it's not always about what is most convenient, but sometimes you must do what is necessary. In 35 years, experiences teach you that not everybody who smiles in your face is your friend, but sometimes they are your worst enemy. So as year 36 approaches, Lord have mercy, God sent me to tell you to be on the lookout for more revelations, revelations about what your future holds, revelations about where God wants to take you, revelations about what God wants to do with you, revelations about what God wants to do in you revelations about what God wants to do through you. And even in spite of you, God is getting ready to do a new thing for more than two years. God has kept you, kept you, kept you during this pandemic, kept you, kept you out of the hospitals, kept you out of the funeral homes, kept you out of the cemeteries, kept your bills paid, kept your people together, kept you in your right mind, kept ministry moving and kept your hopes alive. And now God is saying, I'm getting ready to show you something new. That's what a revelation is. And it's a good thing you have a divine partner because you're going to need somebody to share it with. Somebody ought to say amen. The second thing to be on the lookout for is rejoicing. That's right. Rejoicing, rejoicing. Or should I say more rejoicing? Because I know you rejoice here at Carolina because the Lord has been good to you. In spite of all that's been taking place, the Lord has been good to you. In spite of the elevator, that's right, I know about it, the elevator going bonkers, going crazy. The Lord has been good to you and he's going to provide everything you need to get that elevated. If you don't believe me that if you don't believe that, that God's been good to you, uh, just put your hand over your heart uh, there. Uh, feel something still beating. Yeah. Uh, that means that you're still alive. You're still in the land of the living. You are still being blessed by God, anointed by God, lifted up by God, healed by God. Lift up your eyes. Do you still have a roof over your head? That means he's still protecting you from the elements. He's still protecting you and shielding you for enemies that you don't even know exist. The Bible says, the Bible says, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. But because of the new revelations, that God is sending your way, that's going to bring on some new rejoicing. If the apostle Paul could rejoice from jail, we ought to be able to rejoice from church. We ought to be able to rejoice from our homes. 
We ought to be able to rejoice from our jobs. We ought to be able to rejoice from our cars and our places of worship. We don't have to worry about that. Revelations brings on rejoicing. For when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, and I rejoice. Somebody ought to rejoice over these 35 years. Somebody ought to rejoice over this divine partnership that God has sent you. It's a blessed partnership. And then, my brothers and sisters, the third thing, the third thing to be on the look for, out for are the rewards. Did you hear that? The third thing to be on the lookout for are the rewards, not just the revelations, not just the rejoicing, but the rewards. Our text says two are better than one because they have a good reward. Revelations brings on rejoicing and rejoicing brings on reward. Do you know that good health <laughs> is a reward? Did you know that your children are a reward? Did you know that your grandchildren are rewards? Did you know that being in your right mind is a reward? Did you know that helping others is a reward? And the thing I like about partnerships as I close is that when God blesses one partner, hear this, when God blesses one partner, guess what? The other partner also gets blessed. When God rewards one partner, the other partner gets rewarded as well. As Christ hung on a cross, he blessed the world with partnerships. He said, Mother, behold thy son. Son, behold thy mother. He gave his mother to John, and he gave John to his mother. But Pastor Moore and First Lady Cynthia, we all know that the best partner and the best partnership is with Jesus. The word says, if my mother and my father forsake me, then the Lord shall take me up. He said, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. What a friend. Oh my God. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege. Does anybody know what a privilege is? It's a privilege to get up in the morning. It's a privilege to belong to a church. It's a privilege uh, to be in your right mind. It's a privilege to preach the gospel for 35 years. It's a privilege to serve the Lord with gladness. It's a privilege to study, to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. It's a privilege to be able to articulate your love for God. It's a privilege to praise his holy name. It's a privilege to bless his holy name. I I don't know about you, but I will bless the Lord at 
all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. So when you get up in the morning after year 35 and you start looking at year 36, you just lift your hands up and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for another day. Thank you for another opportunity. Thank you for another year. You have blessed me for 35. I look forward to being blessed in year 36 for eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Neither hath it entered into the hearts of man what God has in store for those who trust in him. And I leave you with this. Whatever, whatever you praise God for. You need to praise God for somebody that's close to you. You need to praise God for company. You need to praise God for somebody to talk to. You need to praise God for somebody to confide in. You need to bless the Lord for his blessing you with partnerships. This is my prayer and this is my hope for Pastor and Cynthia Moore that God will bless you with many more years. God bless you and heaven smile upon you.